Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Canva is awesome for so many reasons, for your social media, but for work. If you're looking for ways to impact at work, Canva can help your points get across. All right, Mike, do you, what do we use it for? Like one sheets, if we're doing like a presentation, graphics. Oh, it's awesome for graphics. Super easy to use. And that's the thing too, especially with some of these apps, you think, well, there's no way I'll be able to use it. Well, me, because I'm a dummy. But even I can use Canva to make things look cool, right? Yeah. Well, you don't have to insult me and say yeah so quickly. Yeah, you can do it. Yes. It's awesome. So it's easy design, impactful Canva presentations, docs, whiteboards, videos. Start with a designer-made template, which makes it so easy, especially for me. Customize with your content. You can add images and graphics and charts. Start designing today at Canva.com. Design for work. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help, and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Here we go. Come on, Bobby. Bobby Transmitting across America. Welcome back. Hope you guys had a great weekend. First of all, let me say morning, studio. Morning. morning. Coming up in just a few minutes, Ryan Charles will be in. He's got New Boo Goofin, this song right here. Which, he's from Wyoming. He was representing that state on the American Song Contest, or that whatever that show was. Yeah, that's it. And so he went on, and he's a cowboy, but he also does hip-hop. He's like cowboy hip-hop. He's going to perform for us in like the next 20 minutes. That song, New Boot Goofing, with his cowboy boots on. So because that is happening so early, let's go over now and get in the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I'm a longtime listener. I love listening to your advice every morning and need some of my own. My ex-husband wants to take our 11-year-old daughter to the Rock Fest in Virginia. I have multiple issues with this. One, she's only 11. Two, I mostly only listen to country music, so this kind of music is very far out of my approval zone. Three, the concert's very far away from me. I live in Alabama. This is in Virginia. Four, I'm afraid for her safety. Five, she will possibly be exposed to drugs, partying, probably sexual things that she's never seen before. I don't want her to miss out on something fun, though. Am I being unreasonable? Love you. Thank you. Sign loving but protective mom. 
Okay, here's the easy answer. I do think you're being a bit unreasonable. I don't know that all this stuff is going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Concerts yeah. aren't like they were in the 80s. That's the worst scenario. Yeah, this is... And it's also like a Metallica concert in, in 89. Right. So, she's only 11. Fair, but she does have her dad with her. So, I think that cancels out. She's good to go. You got a dad. You can go at 11 if your dad thinks you can go. Two, only country music far out of the zone. There's... It's Rockfest, but I wonder, Mike, can you look up the artists at Rockfest? That's going to matter a bit, yes, too. Yes, it is. You're right. So let me come back to that one. But I don't think the fact that you only listen to country music should affect what she can listen to. Right. But I'm going to find the artists here. The concert's very far away from me. Again, she's with her dad. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid for her safety. She's with her dad. They have security there. And they're... They could do anything where you're afraid of safety. Yeah, like I'm, I'm more questioning now, is this that she's worried about the concert or like her being with her dad? The dad. <laughs> Sounds like it. She's possibly exposed to, listen, there will be people at concerts, even if you go to a country concert. Correct. So. Jelly Roll. Jelly Roll's there. It's a, oh, it's a hardcore rock. Jelly Roll there? Oh, yeah. Well, it's Disturbed, Shinedown, wow. Evanescence, oh, boy. Mudvayne, oh, boy. Oh, boy. Hellstorm. Yeah. Like, I thought it was going to be like. The Who tribute band. <laughs> yeah, that was a little Anthrax. different. Yeah, I'm still going to say this. She's with her dad. And unless there's some issue with him, he can keep her in an area that they're not going bananas. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty, it's a skillet. You, you mean like far back from, away from the mosh pit yes, and stuff? Yes, yes. Yeah. I'm just going to say whatever, I'm going to act like I don't know these artists. You mean upon a burning body? That's pretty hardcore. I'm changing my mind halfway They're through. They're gonna be there too. Okay. I'm changing uh, my mind. This is a this is a tough this is a tough one for an 11 year old to go to. You mean fit for an autopsy? <laughs> That's a real man. Yes. This is a tough one. Oh my! I'm still gonna stay with. He's the dad, and as long as there are no issues, he still gets to be the dad. You mean butcher babies? Oh my gosh, butcher babies too. <laughs> But you know what? She can't go. Yeah, I'd say no. Yeah, take her to the Wiggles. <laughs> Not yet. You mean kill switch engage? God I forbid. Mean, I, I think that if she likes the music mm. and he's going to take care of her and you trust him, you can't say no. I don't think you should pr- want her to go to this. Yeah, it sounds like she doesn't really but trust it's a, it, him. It's a, it sounds like a dad thing. Yeah. I yeah. think you're going to create a lot of tension with him and her, though, if you say no. So, yes, you have to let them go on trust. I mean, on the website, it does say all ages and kids under eight get in for free. Oh, so they encourage. <laughs> That's a tough yes. show. I I, I'm scared to go to that show, <laughs> much too. less 11 year old. But I think you have to let her go with the dad as long as you don't have fear about the dad being irresponsible. Mm-hmm. I think that's where the line is. Yeah. Can we all agree with that? Yes. Yeah. We don't like it, but we think she should be able to go with her dad. That's it. I wouldn't want Morgan to go with Lunchbox to this, though. <laughs> like, it's so. It's, yeah, I'm scared. All right. That's a tough one. Uh, sorry about that, but let them go. Let us know how it goes. That's all. Close it up. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now. Ryan Charles. I saw clips of you on, because I didn't watch the show. No offense. Hey, it's okay. But I did see a bunch of clips of you from the Great American Song. What is what was the show called again? American Song Contest, yeah. That's where all the states had somebody. Yep. yep. And so I think I watch more clips of all these shows than I do. Even when I was on American Idol, I just watch the clips, even that's, after I take hey, the show. I mean, don't tell them, but that's what I do too. And my wife was like, you got to watch this guy, Ryan Charles. Oh, man. And I was like, okay. And so, no, boo, go for it. And so she would play it all the time at the house. Yeah. Without me seeing it yet. And then I saw you and I was like, wait, well, he's a cowboy. Mm-hmm. 
and so through and through, <laughs> and like a real life cowboy too is what's what's pretty well, cool about it. So, but you grew up in Wyoming. I grew up in Wyoming. Yeah. What, what was your hometown like? So Buffalo is where I grew up, and it's just a small town. I mean, there's only might be at five thousand now, but when I was there, you know, like four thousand people there. Was, I graduated with like ninety kids, so it's small. Buffalo, and it's all, Wyoming. That, that's where it is. Yeah. Yep. What part of the state is that? Like geographically. It's like north. It's almost to like the Montana border is like takes like an hour to get to Montana. So my limited time in Wyoming, although I've been and played a few shows in Wyoming, yeah, there's a lot of cowboys. I mean, it's the culture. I mean, it's mostly cowboys there. It's the cowboy state. So where do, what do you listen to on the radio when you're a kid growing up in Buffalo, Wyoming? So we hear. I mean, it's all. I mean, it's all country on the radio. That's what I grew up with. Is all you know. Becoming a rapper was kind of weird because everyone's like, "Yo, it's only you only hear country on the radio." So. It was Garth Brooks, you know, all the, you know, all the legends, George Strait and all of them were, you know, always on the radio. So that's what we listened to. So what do you consider yourself now, I guess? Um, I know you're a rapper, yeah. but you're in a cowboy. Just so I could, dis- Amy, describe to our listeners yeah. what Ryan's wearing here. Oh, he is straight off the ranch in Wyoming. This like g- he has on cowboy boots, a belt buckle, a bolo tie, a vest, <laughs> um, a Western like pearl snap and a cowboy hat. So like everything cowboy is happening. Turquoise jewelry. The turquoise jewelry. If I saw you, I'd have thought you just want a rodeo somewhere. Right. With that big belt buckle. <laughs> yeah, I was never really great at rodeo. So uh, I have Did a, you try? I tried. I did the mutton busting when I was Me a too. kid. So yeah. I, I mean, after that, my career I got like third place I was like alright I can retire <laughs> I did my thing so we're good here so what do you say you're a rapper but is, it, is there uh, some sort of do you say country yeah it's country we, we go with what it's western so Wyoming is like a very western history place so like we try to keep it more in the western lane of, of, of music and it's like a, so I call it western rap and you moved to Nashville to pursue this yeah. rather than LA or New York because why I mean honestly so I, when I first got out of high school, I moved to um, Seattle. I just wanted to live in a city, you know, and kind of just feel the vibe. And my cousin had moved there, and she's like, yeah, there's a lot of music here. And I was wanting to do music, you know. So I moved to Seattle, and they have, like, a, a pretty big underground, like, rap scene. And I was starting to rap, and, I, you know, I loved rap and wanted to do it. So I moved there, and, I, you know, I met a bunch of amazing people in Seattle um, and lived there for, like, six years. Then I was just ready to go back home for a bit. Went back home. Then I met my manager who's here, who's here with me today, um, and her name is Caroline Munzik, and she, her husband, Ian Munzik, is another great artist from Wyoming, and they actually brought me out to Nashville for one of his shows to hop on stage with him. And I just, like, I fell in love with the whole Nashville vibe, and, like, they're like, yo, you should move out here and, you know, try to get your career going back here, and Caroline, you know, decided to manage me, so, you know, kind of just went from there. Were you always doing, even in Seattle, were you doing the Western hip-hop? Yeah, so it was... I mean, I've always like, you know, obviously I've done other songs where it's just like regular rap, but it's just like when it's me, it's it's definitely like a Western country vibe for sure. Is the hat always on? The cowboy hat? The hat, hat? doesn't come off very often. <laughs> I mean, sometimes I'll wear a normal hat. People are like, damn, Ryan, you, even when you're driving, I think just like, you know, hitting the back of the seat is even comfy to driving. But no, I got to keep the keep the twang on at all times. How do you get on American Song Contest representing Wyoming? So actually I had just like a, a you know, a representative like hit me up on Instagram actually. And Somebody hit you up on Instagram yeah. saying come do the show? They're like, hey, we got this new show going. And I was like, I looked at it and I didn't know if it was like real or not. And then me and my manager went back and we were like, all right, let's just see what this is. And, you know, just kind of went from there, you know, and did the first couple couple interviews and, you know, just it became a thing. And there's not a lot of Wyoming artists, so... Uh, you know, it was between a couple of us, but luckily we made it happen. So, so you go out to LA. Is when you go out initially, is it under the like, don't say anything about the show because it's a secret? Oh, yeah. So, you go out. What do you tell everybody here you're doing? 
oh, just going on a vacay, going to go surf, you know, <laughs> going to L.A. just to get some surfing done. I'm a big surfer, so, no, I've actually never surfed in my life. But, uh, no, we just kind of had to keep it on the down low. Like, even my mom, she would be calling me, like, every other day, like, okay, what's going on? You know, I let her know the show was going on, but they still don't give you too much information until it's, like, ready to, to the next day to pop out. So my mom was just like, all right, Ryan, are you going to give me any information about this? And I'm just like, well, Mom, I, I, I don't even know yet. So I had to keep her, like, a little bit out of the loop. I love you, Mother, if you're watching this. Um, but then we got her out there, and my whole family got to come watch the show. It was great. So how many times did you perform on the show? So we did two performances. So we got... We actually, I was the first person ever to get booted off the show twice. So pretty cool. I know. You, you were kicked off twice. So kicked one, off but twice. you got kicked off the first time and they gave you like a pass. Yeah. Right? So they have like a redemption and they bring back two artists that got kicked off from all the episodes. So we got the first redemption one. It was cool. Did you perform Nubu Goofin the whole time or did you have yeah, a couple? You it's did. just the same song. How do so. they kick you off with this great, this song's awesome. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. And it kind of comes out of nowhere. They're like, Wyoming, here's Ryan. Right. And then all of a sudden it's like, boom, boom. Yeah, I feel like, I feel like for the first, uh, the first episode, like, I feel like the song kind of got, got its, it got, you know, it got its legs under it after the voting might've been over. So it started, you know, people were starting to go do TikTok videos and, you know, starting to love the song actually for what it was. So it might have to do with that. You know, they just, I didn't get the first initial votes. Could you feel it going viral? Yeah, it was, it's crazy. I mean, I've been doing music for a long time and, you know, you always hope that like your songs, you know, people feel them and what you make them for. And to like see people just starting to hit me up all the time and, and doing the dance and, you know, doing their own dance, because that's kind of what Nubu Goofin is. It's like whatever dance you go to while you're out partying and then that's the, your, your normal dance move you go to. So it's like people like sending me all those videos. It was just crazy. And they send me videos doing everything, like in new boots, they had their <laughs> dogs in, in boots and all types of things. So it's been cool. So Nubu Goofin, you guys wrote that? You wrote that? Yep. Yeah, with an, another friend. And what was the idea behind Did somebody just have on new boots? And So like <laughs> back um, a long time, like, We've been saying it in Wyoming forever. I know, um, you know, they said on Reno 911, shout out to him too. But like my uh, cousin, and it's always like a goof, goofing way. Like that's kind of what the whole vibe of the song was. Because I remember the first time like I ever actually remember someone saying it. My cousin like came out of, and he was in like some slippers. He was like, oh, new boot goofing. And like it just the vibe of that. And then I just decided I thought it would be a fun idea to like, because, you know, like it, like I've said before, like it doesn't it doesn't matter if you're in boots or not. Like the song is new boot goofing. But, you know, when you put on a brand new pair of shoes or anything, kind of just make you feel a certain way. Or at least for people that, you know, are into, you know, shoes and boots. So that's kind of what we went with. So did you write this song and was it out already before the show? Or did you have it and release it? On, how did how did that go? So, yeah, we we had we kind of released it. And this is kind of when it was just me and my buddy who who ha who made the beat for me. We're just, you know, putting out making songs, putting them out. We didn't have a lot of guidance at that point yet. So we put the song out and then they had heard it and then, you know, asked us if we would like to use it on the show. So we had to take it back down and, you know, we had it remastered and everything. Oh, that's so, cool. So yeah. you pulled kind of the preliminary version that you had put out. Right, or, right. And it had to be the, the versions for the show had to be shorter, too. So they like kind of re remade it to make it shorter. So the version that I play now on my phone, because yep. pretty much let's do it every day at this point. <laughs> uh, that version. Are you making money off that? Like off streams? I mean, I'm, I'm, yeah, we're starting to... But it's, it's yours, though, right? It's So it's mine, and it's um, Atlantic Records puts out all the songs for that show. So, yeah, but yeah, we're starting to get some some money coming in for it. That's pretty cool. Okay, well, I think we're going to play this song. We're gonna, and, and here's the thing. I don't think we've ever had anyone... Like, we've had Pharrell in, but he didn't perform. We had Shaggy in. He did perform. A little bit. A little bit. I think this might be the first 
full-fledged hip-hop performance that's in the what show. I, that's what I came for. Which is great, but it's a little awkward for us because only like six of us in here. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to need uh, somebody to get up for the dancing <laughs> part, so I don't know who, who's that's gonna, who that is going to be. But uh, Do you feel awkward performing for six people? Well, we're going to find out right now, I guess. I like I that. I don't really okay. know. All right, all right. So, okay, uh, one final question. So, Jiggy yeah. Buckaroo is your name on Instagram. Yeah. And so, I hit you up, and I was like, hey, man, are you in town? And I guess you were still doing the show at the Yeah, time. we were just getting back, yeah. And so, I was like, hey, let me know when you get back to Nashville, because I think it'd be fun on our show. Why Jiggy Buckaroo? Jiggy Buckaroo is just like something that I thought up of one day, and it's just like, you know, it's like the alter ego. It's just who I am as a person, just, you know, with all the twang on and everything, and just, you know, Buckaroo being a cowboy is just kind of... It came to me one day, and I just ran with it. So it's just like kind of my alter ego, you know? All right, you guys follow Ryan Charles on Instagram or Twitter, at Jiggy Buckaroo. But if you're on TikTok, it's Ryan Charles Music, and we'll post them as well. But we're going to give him a second. He's going to set up, and we'll come back, and we'll do new boot goofing in studio to seven, one, two, three, to six people. <laughs> mm-hmm. Is this yeah, I feel a, like this is going to be harder than in front of a full for, crowd. Oh, for sure. You guys, even if you're, you, you guys are going to have every to vibe set of a little bit, just so, yeah, yeah, don't throw me off. Yeah. I'm okay. going to need a couple head knobs. All right, Ryan Charles, we'll be back in a second. Cool. Go. On the Bobby Bones Show now, Ryan Charles. So you're wanting Lunchbox to get up and dance. He doesn't know how to do the dance. Is that okay? I think he's just going to have to do his dance. You have a dance? Oh, I got lots of dances. Oh, yeah. Just pull out whatever comes natural to you while it's going. Got it. Do you want to show me a couple steps, like what it's supposed to look like? I mean, just bring it with the boots. I mean, make sure, you know, it's focused on the boots. My boots look good today, too. Easy little little moves with the legs. Uh, All right. (laughs) You got it? Here is Ryan Charles, and this is New Boot Goofing. Hey, we on the Bobby Bone Show. First rap concert ever. I like it. Hey. Get this in here in. Alright. Let's go. Hey, hey, I'm no boat goofing in the dime back snake skin. So damn fresh that the rattle still shaking. I worked all week just so I could get there. Hey, damn, I look sweet in them new snake skins. I'm new boot goofing in the dime back snake skins. So damn fresh that the rattle still shaking. Now we're gonna break it down. Worked all week just so I could get them. All right, you ready? Now, yeah, here it comes. Oh, yeah, sweet in them new snake skins. All right, right here, you ready? Hey, I'm new boot goofing, new boot goofing, new boot goofing, I'm new boot goofing, new boot goofing, new boot goofing, new boot goofing, I'm new boot goofing, new boot goofing, drop top cruising, darling blow my lineup just to see how the boy doing, I've been doing great, excellent, darling super, always been a stop, I know you ain't in the bloopers, falling all day, darling I be with the hoopers, passing my way, darling I be with the shooter, Tie myself out of swing, I ain't need a tutor, always did my thing and left it up to the viewers, I'm new boot goofing. That's was awesome. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. That was awesome, dude. Hey, Lunchbox did a nice there. appearance. Oh. Maybe the in-ears of, wouldn't stay in for me. Yeah. Maybe one of the most awkward dances ever, Lunchbox, but we liked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was good. But I guess I don't doing. need this mic, huh? He, he, yes. 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 It was, you did exactly what you were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. You really came through. Woo. Well, I will tell you, that wasn't as awkward as I thought it might be. That was good. With one person performing for six. That was awesome, man. <laughs> All right, so we have Ryan Charles here with us. He's sitting back down. Now, are you completely out of breath now? I'm a little out of breath. Yeah, I, I just got off the road, too, so like you can tell with my voice, I usually don't sound like this. I will cover for you for a second while you drink water. Um, so, first of all, excellent job at you. editing yourself. 
also. Yeah, that's never easy too that's sometimes. <laughs> Holding back all the words. When you're starting to vibe, you're just like, oh, shoot, hopefully I don't, especially on the, the TV show, I was just like, okay, hopefully this doesn't just slip. Do you only get one shot on the show? You get one. That's it? It's live, yep. And do you come off and go, oh, how did I do? How did it? Yeah, you come off and you look at your managers and go, all right, I didn't say anything that I wasn't <laughs> supposed to, right? Nerves like crazy before you go up, oh, or, yeah. do you, or do you feel so confident? It's just like a lot going on. Like this is even one of the first, you know, doing something like this with you. Like you see everybody looking at you, and you're like, man, this is a lot going on right now. So I can't mess this up. You just kind of got to check yourself into a new place. That's what yeah. I have to do when it's an awkward. It's like because you, you're on, you'll be on all these cameras, and it'll look great, and they won't understand that there's six of us watching you with our beady little right. eyes. <laughs> It's like when you do a show like that, and I've done them before too, where there's just all cameras and really no people, and well, you're like, you know what? I just got to act like there's 10,000 yeah. people out there. So like for the show, we do a rehearsal, and it's like literally there's no crowd. It's just everybody who's working. And that one I feel like is harder than the live one when they actually have a crowd out there and you can you know, start to vibe a yeah, little bit. Yeah, you can take yeah. that energy. All right, here's what we do. Follow Jiggy Buckaroo on Instagram or Twitter. What's the plan with the song? Or is it you, you've got a little bit of success with the song and now is there something else that's going to happen like what's the I mean plan? you know we're obviously we're still writing that song we love it you know people are still sharing it we're still doing videos for it so we're still going with that but we got new music that we're you know pumped about and ready to put out too so Any, that's kind of the next step like I would think if I were one of these artists one of these big country artists that constantly are looking for some hip-hop mm -hmm. in their songs that they would hit you up to do a collab yeah, I mean, I, I'm always, my door is always He's open. He's saying it so right I'm now. Always, We're saying it right someone now. Someone hit me up. I got, I got verses ready. for everybody. He's got verses for everybody. <laughs> All right, Ryan Charles, hey, great job on the show. Hey, thank you, you buddy. I appreciate this. More than winning, you have a song that people still remember after the show. Yeah. And that's what it's about. I'm, it's not about I'm, winning the show. It's about no. you having more fans than you went in with. Right. And something that's lasting. Yeah. And... I don't know that I've ever just reached out to someone while on a show and been like, hey, come in the studio. And I, hey, I, I swear, man, I appreciate this so much. Everybody was, was so cool. Seeing you guys vibe to New Boot Goof, and I was sitting here trying to keep my, <laughs> my in-ears in so I didn't lose it too much, but I could see you guys, and you guys were vibing. That made it, made it easy for me, so thank you. All right, there he is, Ryan Charles. Follow him, Jiggy Buckaroo, and we're looking forward to what happens next, man. Hey, thank you, buddy, for having me. Appreciate it. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. A U.S. Coast Guard crew was patrolling between the shore and North Carolina's Outer Banks when they heard a call over the radio that some boaters had lost their dog. The dog's name is Myla. Moments later, lookouts on the Coast Guard boat spotted the dog swimming and toward their vessel. I mean, in all that water, though, to see a little dog head? Yeah. That's, that's tough. And you see the dog, and the crew made their way towards the dog, and they're able to get down, get a little net, put her in it, grab her, and pull her up. And so they inspected the dog, no injuries. The dog obviously was exhausted, and so got great great treatment by the people and then gave him back to the owners. Myla, it turns out, is a pretty lucky pup because where she was picked up is, again, no small body of water, 100 miles long, 25 miles long in places. It's not clear how long she was lost at sea, but the Coast Guard went to say, Myla, good girl, an amazing doggy swimmer. Mm. But they found the dog, which... Let me tell you a little story about my dogs the other day. Mm -hmm. I go out. I hear Stanley, who had been a little sick in his stomach, and he will bark at one in the morning if he's got to go to the bathroom. He knows not to, but if he's going to go to the bathroom, he will just go, woo, woo. And so I hear him, and I wake up, I wake up immediately. <laughs> okay, because I don't want to hear the dog vomiting or pooping on a carpet. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. So I get up, I walk out, let him out the door, and then Eller, 
who stays in a different room at night, runs out the door behind him. They both go to the bathroom, one in the morning, and there is some animal in the yard. Don't know what it is because it was dark. And all I hear is... It, it was like the Tasmanian Devil's Bubble. like Scooby. But I could hear it, and I don't know what happened. Dogs started barking, screaming. And then all of a sudden, they just came walking in, a little sweaty. Both dogs. I have no idea. Oh. I have no idea what happened out there. Hey, they took care of the problem. Hey, I, maybe. <laughs> so here's here are my things. It could be a fox, which would have been tough for them to catch. Yeah. Eller probably could have caught the fox. Could have been a fox. Could have been like a raccoon, possibly. Ooh. Or it could have been the ghost dog. Yeah. Oh, the white ghost dog. We haven't heard about the ghost dog in a while. So that was, and then I couldn't go back to sleep because I something was up. And then Eller was being weird all night. So I think the ghost dog Whoa. spirit's inside of her now. <laughs> oh, great. You heard it here first. Uh, congrats. Awesome job by the Coast Guard to find the dog. It, that saved these people a lot of pain. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in Hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, food. Everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month. And when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and T.J. Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. 
That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Lunchbox celebrated his seven-year wedding anniversary. Nice job, buddy. You made it. You made it. You made it. In a word... One word. What's the key to making it seven years? Oh man, I was gonna say I, I have sentences. one word. I know that's what I'm trying to say. You got uh, this. You got this. Um, good. He's, so- He's like using his hands. <laughs> hey, dude, it's word. one word. Oh. One word. Yeah, I know, but one word, Eddie, is hard. When you, you, it you, is, it is, it is hard. You can to do just- it though. Control. What? <laughs> oh wow, that's the word. I like it. <laughs> we'll go from there. Oh, my. You really nailed that. Why? So. They celebrated seven years. By the way, do you have the itch, the seven-year itch? You know what that is? No, I don't know what that is. The people say when you've been married seven years, you have the itch to like... To go like, wander Oh, is that why like, I was yeah. scratching this weekend? No, that's a different reason. <laughs> but it's like you want to like, go like do the lambada with other ladies. Oh, you want to see the grass is greener on the other side? Yeah. Nah, I'm good. You good? I'm good. Well, Lunchbox forgot his anniversary, and it came up on the show, and... His father-in-law, I texted him to remind him, and he was like, holy crap, I cannot believe that. Yeah, I don't think he was texting to remind me. He was just saying, happy anniversary. And I was oh, like, he wasn't even reminding no, me. No, I think he was just saying, happy anniversary. So what did you do here? So I, I told you guys my wife doesn't care, and Bobby was like, well, maybe she just doesn't want to get her hopes up and be disappointed. And I was like, huh, let me go ask her. So what I did is I asked her. I said, hey, I forgot the anniversary, had nothing planned, and you said you didn't care. And I asked her that, but then I said, I'm going to give you this, and you can record it. I'm going to go outside, and you send the audio to Scuba, so I have no idea what she said. Oh, so oh, we're wow. hearing audio you haven't heard? I haven't heard Do this. Do you promise? I promise. This okay. is fascinating. This is Lunchbox's wife giving her take on him and anniversaries. Here we go. Uh, hey, Scuba. Um, no, I don't care. I mean, I know he's busy. I know he works a lot. I know what? in the afternoons and the evenings he's got to go out and get some audio and get get prepped for the show the next day. What? So I know he's really busy. It's fine that we didn't do anything. But, I mean, sometimes it would be a little bit nice if we did do something sweet and special. I know he got that gift card from Chris Jansen to the steakhouse. So, I mean, we could have just used that. That would have been awesome. Um or just some flowers and maybe if he cooked dinner that would be great too um but you know it's fine that that we didn't do anything well maybe next year it ain't fine buddy Uh, it is not i feel for her right now because lunchbox she's really she's trying to go with the flow and that's i think because she loves you and somehow he's created a picture to her that he's very busy and then you lie to her she needs some she needs you to show love you need to show love. She's still, yeah, because she knew it'd be played on the air. So she said, "Listen, he's busy. I get it." But right. then she, she said, "But mm-hmm. she doesn't want you to look bad." So your thoughts on hearing that? Man, I was feeling good there for a minute. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, see, I knew it." But then there was a lot of butts and butts and butts and butts. 
But hey, you know, all right, next year I'll do better. Not next year. What, what about t- next today. week? No, no, but our anniversary already passed, guys. But you can do something not for your anniversary. Yeah, you need to. Do I mean, if Chris thing. Jansen gave you a gift. Yeah, I need. I do need to get line you that up. I, that shouldn't even count. But Lunchbox, <laughs> if I if I get you a babysitter, will you just take her? Oh yeah, I'll take her, Ruth Chris. Yeah. Because listen, but why? Why are you getting him a babysitter? Because I just he can afford his own babysitter. It's not for him. It's honestly not for that. Look. Hey, she just offered. To clarify, a, I'm not doing it for him. I'm doing it for her. It's not a contract. Hey, Lunchbox is like, she just offered. She committed. Hey, <laughs> if, you, if you can get that babysitter for a Saturday for eight hours, it'd be great. Eight hours? <laughs> eight hours. What? what? What are you trying to do? Go on, a, go on a trip to Florida or what? I mean, go eat, take a nap, get a hotel room, you know. What? Yeah, hotel room? <laughs> the other thing is, the fact that she is talking about how much Lunchbox works all day and all That's night. That's weird. Like that, you've lied to her. I'm saying he's controlled the narrative at his house. The word is control. control. Yeah, right. You you get the story out there. You control the you know how everything goes around the house and kind of you control the channel changers. You control the you Lunchbox, know. Lunchbox, you need to do something. What'd you learn about this? What'd you learn from this? Uh, that I guess I need to pay more attention to my anniversary. Or just your wife. In Not general. just your. Well, no, no. I mean, I pay attention to my wife. I mean, no. we got three kids. I have. I think idea. we got three kids. Go ahead. Make it, Bobby. Since he cares about his job so much and he works so hard, you have to now make this an assignment. He has to take his wife out in the next week. Then I don't think it counts as much to her. I don't care. We She needs this. I don't think she cares how it happens. He, he needs to do Here's this. Here's the assignment. Just do better. Okay. I think you're say, take some tame off, spend it with your wife. Take some like, time tame off. Tame off. What's tame off? I don't know, but it's French. <laughs> that sounds funny. Yeah, it sounds fancy. <laughs> okay, on. Lunchbox, just take, take this seriously okay. and digest it and then... Hopefully let it improve the relationship with your wife in that way. Okay. All right, good? Dang, that, that kind of sucked. All right, it did. That kind of made me look but bad. sometimes game tape makes us better. It hurts for a second, wow. but game tape makes us better. We watch it, we hear it, so we can grow from it. It's never comfortable. But we don't get better unless we go through uncomfortable. You never grow without pain, ever. Even in the human body, you grow taller. It hurts. Dude, with words like that, you should be a doctor. Yeah, the doctor is in. All right. <laughs> Thank you. Tell your wife to thank you. We do this bit where we make Morgan watch things that we used to like. Morgan, you're how old? I'm 28. So even though it's not too far, she still had never seen Seinfeld, and she gave that 2.5 out of 5 jackets. Boo. She had never seen Back to the Future, 4 out of 5 DeLoreans. That's good. good. Yeah. The Karate Kid, 4.5 out of 5 Cobra Kais. Woo. Austin Powers, 1 out of 5 Groovy <laughs> Babies. Man. And then Shawshank Redemption, 5 out of 5 Rocks. Didn't put a lot of effort into that rating system. <laughs> that rock, okay. So we're making her watch the first season of Saved by the Bell. All right, so you watched the high school this time. I did. I watched the correct one. Okay, how many episodes? Eight episodes. Give me your thoughts. So I really wanted to like it, okay? Like, there's moments where I could connect with it, and I was like, okay, I can see why people really enjoyed the show, but overall, after watching the eighth episode, I was like, eh, I don't need to watch anymore. I'm good. So I don't think I actually liked it as much as a lot of people do. <laughs> it doesn't hold up. The people mm-hmm. that like it like it because they used to like it back when it was easy to be liked. Yeah. Yes. It's very like old school. Mm-hmm. You can tell like it's very much at that time. They're all dressed that way. The dances are that way. So it's really hard to relate currently. So you give it. I, st- I still enjoyed moments of it. So I'm going to give it three out of five leg warmers. Okay, good. I like that. That's decent. Yeah, it's a pretty good bad. score. I don't think I would watch it now for the first time and give it that many. Because I think I like it because I used to like it. Heck, I don't even like it anymore. I don't watch it anymore. <laughs> All right, so your next assignment, and we'll give you till like the second week of June. So we're going to give you a little time here on this one. Okay. 
I want you to watch the first season of Beavis and Butthead. Oh, gosh. Oh, Hilarious. This is, sounds no. like torture. From 1993. Oh. You, oh. oh, my. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire, fire. You might actually like it. I don't. I don't. I, listen, it, it would come on like super late at night after I'd watch shows and then I'd fall asleep to it and I'd wake up. I'm like, what is this that I'm watching? And immediately turn it. So that doesn't start off okay. good for me. Then we'll punt this one till the next one. You're going to watch The Goonies. Ooh. Oh, you're going to love it. 1985. You ever seen Goonies? I have not seen The Goonies. Okay. So good. Your next one is The Goonies, the movie. And then... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Fire, fire. All right. Thank you, Morgan. That's our Saved by the Bell review. She didn't like it, but she gave it an extra leg warmer because she didn't want to be judged. <laughs> That's what I feel happened right there. We talk a lot about the lottery on this show. We occasionally play, but Lunchbox always plays, and he's you know, convinced he's going to be a multimillionaire. How many years... Have you been playing the lottery 100% full throttle, Lunchbox? Oh, probably 18 years full throttle. And we did the math on this, and he spent thousands and thousands of dollars. Like, he's in the hole thousands and thousands of dollars. Because he never really won anything. But he spends how much every week? Uh, every two weeks, 150 bucks every paycheck. Crazy. So basically 75 bucks a week, he's <laughs> playing the lottery. And so here are five pieces of advice from real lottery winners. By the way, Lunchbox, if you win the lottery, what's the first thing you do? Buy an island. Or quit your job. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be the first. It's always the island. You gotta quit first, right? <laughs> well, the island, that's also going to take a long time to buy <laughs> an island. process. Yeah. You got to okay. find it. Here we go. They say, number one, <laughs> don't tell anyone. Dude, don't say anything to anybody. Not a single soul. Only the state and federal governments. Because if you win, let's say, a million bucks, which in this part of the story, they got $480,000 after all taxes. But everybody in their life are like, oh, you're a millionaire. Can we borrow 20000 we borrow 40000 They're like, don't tell anybody. Your thoughts, Lunchbox? That's so stupid because when you ask me to borrow it, no. It's really that easy. You can tell everybody you want because they can ask you for the money and you just tell them no. I mean, it's simple. Can I give you, an, would you, it, can I give you an example, another example? Yeah. If someone, let's say they see you, you're driving down the road, and they just put a slam on the hit the brakes a little bit and you bump them. Ooh. This happens with celebrities a lot where people try to – Get them to trap they, them. They fall down on their property. A good, sure, it's a version of a trap, like a baby, but with money. And all of a sudden, they sue you because they know you got a lot of money. They're just trying to set you up. So, but it's fine. Oh, it's fine. All right. Because I'm not going to be driving. I'll have a driver. Okay. <laughs> okay. He's going to blow through all right, his money. Next, so get a financial advisor immediately. Your thoughts on that? I, I'll tell you what to do with your money. No, no, you're not the advisor. No, but reinvest it in what? <laughs> Whatever. The lottery. Buy, buy a restaurant. Buy a lottery ticket. Buy a buy restaurant. Whatever. That's your first one? <laughs> yeah. The restaurant Ooh. business is... Restaurant is... That is like, not... That's not a good one. That's tough. That's hard, yeah. <laughs> All right, next. Don't hide it from the government. Well, I agree with that. Good. They'll come get you. Good. Number four. Don't take a lotto ticket as a tip if you work at a restaurant. Because what happened was this waiter won and then was sued by everybody at the restaurant. And they were like, we are owed part of that tip, too. What? And she had to split the winning. That's crazy. That's terrible. Yeah, so don't tell anybody. And then don't start a new lifestyle that you cannot maintain, (laughs) which I believe is what what would happen with him if he won. (laughs) No, because I'd be rich. I'd be able to do whatever I wanted. Okay. There's your lifestyle. You have to be able to maintain it. Mm -hmm. Yeah, doesn't that money just grow? Put in the bank. What do you mean grow? (laughs) Uh, Don't you get some interest or something when you put in the bank? The fact that you say, don't you get some interest or something, <laughs> shows that you don't really know. Because he doesn't use banks. But if you're buying an island, how much money do you actually have in the bank? A Growing. Lot. Okay. A lot. Yeah. 
I mean, or I'll just plant it in my island, let it grow, water it. You'll <laughs> plant it in <laughs> your island. I think. <laughs> no. Can't tell. I think. Okay, so there are your tips. Don't tell anyone. Get a financial advisor. Don't hide it from the government. Don't take a lotto tip as a tip if you work in a restaurant. A lotto ticket as a tip. And don't start a new lifestyle you can't maintain. Um, Lunchbox, we're going to send this to you. And you're going to read it and study it. And the day that you win the lottery, I do think it'll be for like 50000 And uh, he's going to treat it like you won $100 million <laughs> And his life's going to be over. It's going to be a and bad I'm gonna thing. I'm going to tell everybody. Mm-hmm. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So while I tell this story, I want you to be thinking about what you would clone yourself for. Oh, ask me now. Oh, okay. <laughs> what would you clone yourself for? Well, I would use me to play against in basketball down at the court in the backyard. I'd have somebody to play with. That's cool. I'm like a sad, lonely kid. I just want a, I just want a friend. <laughs> One, yeah. I just realized that. I but would you just. Can, you I would, know you can call people. Yeah, but people have kids and jobs. Okay. I would just have a. Fr- wow. It'd be cool to play yourself, though, because you're going to be. You really, got to outsmart them. Yes. I'd play PlayStation against myself. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd get the show ready for myself in the morning and give me an extra 45 minutes of sleep. Okay, <laughs> nice. see, there But you mostly go. I just want a friend. All right, why? Well, 88% of millennial moms say they would clone themselves to get more things done, like housekeeping, the laundry, and cooking. And I'm like, okay, could some of the men clone themselves for this stuff too? So why? Got, just get their husband to do it. It got me exactly. curious, yeah. yeah, what you would clone yourself for. Yeah, I just need a friend. I would clone myself to do just all the adult things like put gas in my car, pay bills, you would be your own assistant. Yeah, that. And, and then you would get mad at yourself because you didn't value enough, value yourself enough. <laughs> yeah, it's a whole thing. I saw a headline that said that like only 53% of Americans uh, felt like adults at the age 18. Well, you never really feel like an adult. Here's yeah. my thing is that you learn skills and you have life experiences that help you when they happen again. But you always feel like a kid. You always feel young. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. And people that you look at, I mean, they have it all figured out. They don't either. They just have been through some crap and have learned some things along the way. But nobody ever feels like, I'm totally mature and I got this. At least I don't. Yeah. I mean, it's like a trick when you're a kid. Like, you're, you're tricked into thinking, like, one day you're just magically an adult or it happens. And then, hey, kids, secret. <laughs> yeah, you never do. <laughs> it never happens. And also, if no one ever forces you, and I'm the example here, you never have to dress like an adult. Yeah, yeah. it's true. I'm in shorts and a hoodie every day. Own it. Yeah. All right, what else? I'm how to feel your best after a bad night of sleep. Like, Bobby, I know you do all the things. You've got a great mattress. Sometimes you get good sleep, but sometimes you don't. So here's what you need to do if, you're, if you have a night where you've struggled, right? I'm, a, I'm taking notes. Okay. Fuel up with protein and healthy fats. So sometimes after a bad night's sleep, you want to reach for like sugary things, but try to reach for protein and healthy fats. Okay, so drink three. That's Red good Bulls, for your brain. Three Red Bulls. It'll help Got you. It. Uh, soak up some sun. <laughs> a neuroscientist uh, says that you need to just get get out there, get some exposure, even if it's just five minutes. Have the sun hit your body. All right, sit in a dark mm-hmm. closet. It's, I do the opposite of all these things whenever I'm <laughs> yeah. not getting. Go ahead. Try to take a power nap. Keep it brief, somewhere between five and 30 minutes. Here's the problem with the power nap. I take a power nap, and I'm like, you know what? I could sleep another two hours. Like, if I do, I don't nap often, but I, I can't do a power nap. I want to do a four-hour nap if I do one. Okay, well, no. Because I feel worse when I wake up after 20 five, minutes. Five and 30. Are you taking notes? Let and me then, say something. I'm a doctor, too. I don't agree with this. <laughs> <laughs> Lastly, you got to walk it off because it's tempting to to be lazy a day after a restless night. But if you can, like... Hey, I got killed two birds right with one stone right here. Take a walk outside. Boom. Okay. Let's I don't. Uh, probably won't do any of those, but I understand why. Okay. Uh, Garth Brooks has hinted at an upcoming release of some sort of new live music in the not-too-distant future. It comes up toward the end of the year. If I get my way, will it have new? Yes, it will have 
two extremely cool things on it, historic things. It's coming, but the way you get it, it's gonna be extremely wild. Triple live, the double live, that stuff, that's kind of my baby, because I do live, it's what I do, it's where I feel most at home. Wow, what if it edits so, our performance on uh, Raging Idiot and he didn't tell us? And when we agreed, he <laughs> put out our whole performance. Live when we out. shook his hand, we agreed yeah. to it. I mean, what in the world does he have coming? I don't know. Like, what it can't, it's just going to be him playing live, and I'm sure that's cool and all, but I wonder how you get it that's so weird. Mm. You well, uh, mail in a proof of purchase from Honeycomb, <laughs> bo back, honeycomb well, Box? Question, like, what does triple live and double live mean? It's his albums, his past albums that have been live, like a double album, two, or the triple live, I believe, oh, is three different shows. Oh, yeah. music on an album. Yes. Got it. I just need a clarification. So anyway, new live music coming from Garth soon. Unless it's like Garth with with Lil Baby. Oh, that'd be cool. Like, yeah, that'd be cool. Or the baby. Or he all the baby. He said it's going to be wild. <laughs> he said the way you're you're going to get it is going to be extremely that's wild. What that's what I'm saying. Like, uh, what? He's very mysterious like about it. a hologram? I don't no. know that's how you get it. Does he show up in your living room? That would be weird. That would be, awesome. be awesome. <laughs> be yeah. a hologram? Right. Yeah, I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. Well, I might have to go to Maryland soon because there's a farm there offering cow cuddling sessions. And you can take a group of eight Why do you gotta people? go to Maryland? Just go to, there's a ton of farms around yeah, here. one right down the road. <laughs> Did they offer little... Who cares if they offer? It's a big field. <laughs> yeah, jump the fence. Yeah, by the time they get to you, you can run out. Do they have uh, a trio of calves named Snap, Crackle, and Pop? You okay, could. You got me there, because, though. You could call them whatever you uh, want, though. They're called the Crispy Crew, and so they will cuddle with you. So they have, like, you. a hotel? What is it now? It's a farm, and okay. you can go to the farm. When they put up uh, this farm, it's called Mary's Land Farm, and once they put it up on their website, they sold out the first two months already. So we're going to have to plan ahead. Have these people never seen cows? No, they, listen, they will cuddle with you, run with you, jump with you, lay on your lap. And when you spend time doing this with these cute little calves, your stress will be reduced. Oxytocin will be boosted, which is the love hormone, and you're just going to feel better. And now I want to go. They must be super small, and that you probably can't find out yeah. in the field. You ever try to hold a calf or even touch one? They're fast. They don't want you no, touching no, them. But snap, crackle, pop. They've been they're they're used to it. They're that's trained. why this, this is, is kind of cool. Do. Yeah. Huh? Because <laughs> if she goes a little faster down the road, she's not catching a calf. If you do, though, Amy, yeah, put it on TikTok. We want to see you chase a calf. <laughs> uh, that's cool. Animals do really help so much with stress. Yeah. No. I mean, it's amazing. My cat is very helpful to me. You I just, still lick it? I no. I only licked her once. <laughs> I wanted to see what it was like to experience. She licks oh. me. <laughs> I licked her. Oh my God. I know it sounds oh worse than it was. No, it doesn't. It was one lick. Uh-huh. And it, that was that. But it was uh, bonding. That's, that's really weird. It was bonding. You licked the cat. <laughs> Have you ever just wanted to bond? Yeah, a hug. <laughs> a scratch on the head. He'll put it, he'll, you know, he'll rest in my lap yeah. or elder will lay on my feet, but. But then somebody, I don't know if it was Eddie, someone here mm. on the show gave me like a, a tool that. Um, mimics licking. So yeah, you so you don't have to stick your tongue on the Right, cat. like I put the thing in my mouth and it's... Act, it's you don't act, really it's, use it, It's do the you? act of licking so we still have the bonding but I don't have to lick. I, you would think the cat's like, why is she licking me? She's a human. <laughs> like, <laughs> No, we're closer now. Okay. Okay, well, that's a great story that you have that people can go to this place called... Mary's Land Farm. And Mar help, help with their stress. Yes, Okay. So, yeah, you have there. to go to their website. There you go. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. On the phone, Rebecca's on. Let's go talk to her. Rebecca, what's going on? I was calling as a joke. I bought a 
scratch off yesterday and I won five thousand or yeah, five thousand dollars. And this morning Lunchbox was saying how he should be the honorary millionaire, so I was gonna make a joke and see if he wants to go with me when I go to claim it to hold the big check. Did you really win the money or is that a joke too? Oh no, I really did. I stopped at a gas station yesterday, bought a ten dollar ticket, and won five thousand. That's crazy. That's awesome. awesome. Yeah. So you, you scratch it. Yeah. What was the three boots? Three money signs. Diamonds. Uh, nope. It was number twenty-two. That was it. That was the only number on the ticket that won. And did and it was you? Five were you in disbelief at first? Did you have somebody else check it? Oh yeah, I scanned it, and it said the Lotto Center. So, yeah, I was totally shocked. Lunchbox does not look like he wants to hang out with you right now. So my question is, do you scratch it immediately when you get in your car? How do you do it? Do you go home? Where did you scratch it? Oh, yeah. So, Lunchbox, since you're obsessed with Lotto, so the Jumbo Jumbo Bus Limited came out yesterday. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to go buy some. So I had $60 in winning tickets. I went in and I played. I got six of the Jumbo Jumbo Bus. Scratch the first one, loser. The second one, I scratched, and I didn't see anything. And I said, "Oh, number twenty-two. It's probably a ticket." And I scratched, and I saw three zeros first, and I was like, "Holy crap!" And I was in my car, so yeah, I looked at it again, and then I immediately took a picture and sent it to my mom. I want you to know that I'm like you. I'm hoping one day that it's just my lucky day. And five thousand is great, but I would love to be a millionaire. Okay, like you guys are. Yes, thank you. That's what I'm saying. What do you mean you want one day to be it's your lucky day? Yeah, that it, was your lucky day. It's no, 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 no. That's it. Five thousand dollars. Put it in your pocket. That was today. It was yesterday. Whenever it was. Uh, okay, you, you guys. No, she has the right idea. Like the five thousand is nice. Why not but, spend it on lottery tickets? But then? five million would be unbelievable. You mean like reinvest? Yeah. Why not just go hard? <laughs> you just see what she did. She took sixty dollars in winnings and went and bought more tickets and turned it into five thousand. So you guys say it doesn't invest, it doesn't work. It does. Rebecca, th- congratulations. Fox, and I'm never on your side. Oh. But until now. Until now. Yeah. Okay. Rebecca, thank yep. you. Have a great day. <laughs> You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. $5,000. She's like, I can't wait to really get lucky. Wait, what? <laughs> I don't understand the words you were saying to me right now. All right, let's go over and check in with the morning corny. The morning corny. What's the difference between an actor and a burnt rodent? Hmm. What's the difference between an actor and a burnt rodent? One is Chris Pratt. The other is a crisp rat. <laughs> crisp rat. Yeah, Chris, Chris Pratt. Pratt. Chris Pratt. Okay. <laughs> That's pretty, it's hard to say. We got, it takes a long time to get there. That was the morning corny. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Amy here to talk about the incredible work being done by St. Jude Children's Research Hospital and ask you today to join me in becoming a partner in hope. When you make a donation to St. Jude, you're helping an organization that has helped push the overall childhood cancer survival rate from 20% to more than 80%. And I can tell you from personal experience, that number and the hope that it brings is invaluable. What they are doing at St. Jude is making a huge difference. It is full of joy there, which a lot of families need at that time. They don't need to be worrying about travel, lodging, 
food, everything is paid for at St. Jude so that families can focus on their child that has cancer. Your support means families never receive a bill from St. Jude. It's only $19 a month, and when you sign up, you'll get the new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join me in helping St. Jude in the fight against childhood cancer. Become a partner in hope at musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson, how do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted Audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as The Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the boar's nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The boar's nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Okay, Amy, this whole list is artists that have never had a number one hit. Like the Billboard Hot 100. Like, for example, Shania Twain has never had a number one on the big chart. You're still the one hit number two. Here's a clip of that. You're still the one I Massive song, but was not a number one on the Billboard Hot 100. It was a number one in country. That's a much smaller chart. But she's never had a number one, even though she's one of the biggest artists in the history of the world. That's shocking to me. Uh, another one, Missy Elliott, never had a number one. No way. Number one. Not work like, it. if we're getting to work it, but then number one. Well, that's like a number 10,000, if that's how it goes. <laughs> really? Yeah, but number two is this one right here. Is it worth it? Let me work it. I put my thing down, flip it and reverse it. It's your primitive is when you had number one. Bruce Springsteen never had a number one, even born in the USA, but that wasn't even his highest charting song. Can you name, Amy, what you think? No, no Bruce Springsteen I, song at all? Born in the USA. Give, give me, me hints. Well, you're not going to get it. I might. Okay, dancing. I'll just give you the first one. Dancing word. on the ceiling. That's mm-hmm. Lionel Richie. Yeah, dancing in the dark da- is, his, okay. is his number two. Ne- oh, yes. What's the fun fact about this video? I, I don't know. I think Courtney Cox was in it. Okay, I don't know. Before Friends. Uh, okay, the Backstreet Boys never had a number one hit. No way. Surprised? I don't, yeah, they here's don't believe that. The, here's the thing. You have to believe it. And you have to say no way every time because it's all true. I know, but <laughs> he's that researched just, it. That yeah. seems pretty unbelievable. I like that. Seemingly unbelievable. <laughs> uh, here is their number two. Quit playing games with my heart. But but what about that one? It was like our senior song in ni- like 1999. The one. I mean, it was. I want it that way. I want it that way. Yeah. Tell well, me. Let what? me look. Not a number one. Oh, that's they, they never had one. But but NSYNC had number one. What do you think? Uh, yeah, they did. Okay. 
What do you think Imagine Dragons' biggest song was? I think this is what we're going to do now. Because oh. they didn't have a number one ever. I don't know. I'm picturing. What's she saying? You know, I can't. It's in my head, but. Yeah, like there's lots of, there's drums. And it's like. That's every one of their songs, yes. Which one is it? Nothing. Okay, Eddie, any guess? Oh, man, I'm with Amy. Angry, angry, angry. Lunchbox? Okay, we're all doing that noise. Smoke comes up, you know. They only their highest song was a number three song, and it was radioactive, radioactive. That's what I was saying. That's it. That's what I was doing. And that's when the smoke comes. All right. Thank you. Welcome to the. Okay. Cheryl Crow never had a number one. No way. Okay. I gotta stop saying that. I have to stop. What do you think her biggest song was? Santa Monica Boulevard. Well, it's not called Santa Monica Boulevard. Oh, I know. I was trying to say. Sun comes up on Santa Monica Boulevard. I can't think right now. All I want to do, do is, is have, have some there we fun. Go. There you go. All I want to do is have some fun. Number two. Obviously, no number one. Uh, Amy, Eddie's favorite band's Pearl Jam. They've never had a number one song. Mm, Can you that. name their biggest song? Yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> the self the self-titled song. I need a I need a hint. Mm-mm. I can do it. Lunchbox, any guess? Daughter. Don't call me wow. daughter. That's it. Eddie? Ah, uh, no, last kiss. It's a cover. Last yeah. kiss, yeah. Who'd they cover? Is a song from like the fifties? Yeah, it's fifties. And they did it in sound check and recorded a sound check and put it on a, an album that went for cool. charity. And then it was a big pop radio hit. I played it all the time. Let's see. Green Day. Amy, never had a number one? Mm-hmm. Can you name their biggest song? Mm-mm. Can you name any Green Day song? Yeah. Go ahead. If you give me a hint. Mm-mm. Boulevard nope. of Broken Dreams, number two. I, walk this empty street on the boulevard I mean, this is like, these people are dealing with a tough crowd because these songs are massive. Mm-hmm. Tough and, crowd, you mean the chart? Like, Yeah, yeah. Like, tough crowd. <laughs> it's a tough room because, tonight, buddy. <laughs> like, what in the world? Like, here in... And notice how none of these people are country, because like everybody gets the number one song. Yeah, oh yeah. Everybody <laughs> on the country chart, you just show up, have a free ribbon. Yeah, basically. I mean, I'm not, no, it, I'm not discounting the hard work that artists put into things, but it's like, it's just very different. Like, yes. I'm shocked that since we work in a world where massive songs are a number one in our bubble, these were massive, and they, it, I'm, my mind is blown they weren't number ones. Metallica never had a number one. Can you name a Metallica song, period? Any song, not even their biggest. Can you name any Metallica song? Uh, listen, I'm going to say the thing I've been saying. Go ahead. If you give me a hint. Yeah. I okay. just need a little hint. Uh, here is, you'll know this one, Inner Sandman. Yeah. Why are you taking your headphones off? That's so That's loud. not that hard. It's hard. And, yeah, I would never listen to that. Ever. You didn't have like a brief minute in your I life? Walk to Never Neverland. No, you don't walk to Never Neverland. <laughs> what did you say? Off to Never Neverland. Like sleep. <laughs> Amy's like, I'll walk to. <laughs> I ordered Uber Eats last night and they brought the food uh, to my house. And the woman had a huge Metallica sticker on the front of her truck, meaning on the windshield over the top of her dang, head. Dang, that's serious. Huge Metallica. She's All right, final it. one. Amy, One Direction never had a number one. Really? Now they have had solo songs, but mm-hmm. One Direction never had a number one. Can you name any song from them? Yeah, something like Girl. Mm, incorrect. Uh, best <laughs> song ever is their number two. Here you go. There you go. Well, all those artists sitting at number two or number three, never a big hit. Uh, they're all okay when they're uh, million dollar beds and houses, though. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're all good. Doing just fine. <laughs> Amy, I'm going to give you this. There was a baby born twice. How do you oh. think a baby was born twice? Okay. 
um, it came out and then quit breathing and then came back to life. Is that no, born twice? No, no, no. Uh-uh. It was... No, not... That's not born twice. That oh. would be born. Born, died, born. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if died would be if it... But okay, but no. I, I see where you're going. Like, you say came to life twice. Yeah, but... A woman, oh, she has two birth canals, and I had to go out both of them. Like it checks into the room next door? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Okay, that's interesting as well. So, this baby, born twice, I will tell you how in the next segment. Think about it. I'll give you one more guess in a second, and if you win, and you get it right, what? I have another thought. It came out, and then some, basically came out, and then doctor was like, whoa, whoa, something's not right. We got to put it back in. <laughs> Interesting. And then they had to do whatever they had to do that to fix it. That was not right, and you get no prize. But we will come back, and I will tell you the story. That sounds like it hurt. We will tell you the story next on The Bobby Bone Show. All right, here's the story, Amy, I'm talking about. There's a baby to be born twice. A mom will soon get to boast that her baby's been born two times. At 19 weeks pregnant, she learned that her unborn son had spina bifida. That's where the spine and the spinal cord don't form correctly. Doctor said, hey, there's not a lot of hope for this. She got a second opinion and found a medical team in Orlando that operates on babies before they're even born. It's called open fetal surgery. And the 23-year-old, she's on TikTok where she told the story. So they went in, kind of took it out, worked on it, put it back in, and hopefully it's born the right way. That makes sense now. I never heard of that. Mm-hmm. Right. But that's how a baby would be born twice. That is crazy. That is and crazy. Also the amazing. Technology, yeah. And which birthday do they celebrate when they're older? The I would one, think right? the second one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the one that where you get to come out and stay. Yeah, you know, you get to move into the earth. <laughs> you know, you didn't just hang out for a second. Yeah. But you hope that works out. And again, the d- advancements in medicine just amazing. Yeah, no. That's just amazing. wild. And operating on something so tiny and precious like that. It's just fascinating. I do want to talk for a second. We're talking about kids. And you have an interesting question about Red Bull for kids. What's the situation? Well, I don't know. My kids out of nowhere are starting to bring up Red Bull. And, I, you know, I think my son is the one that initiated the conversation. And he said, Mom, can I have Red Bull? And I just, I don't want to ever dramatically say no to things because I then I don't want him to be like, oh, well, then I'm going to have it. You just don't want to go, no, immediately. Right. And I said, Red Bull? Like, where have you even seen Red Bull? And like, I personally don't think that's something for kids because of the the chemicals and the caffeine you're still growing like I try to give it to him like I don't know I'm just making stuff up it's in my head and then my daughter's like no I, I had Red Bull the other day and I said well huh <laughs> well, it's not, well it's not like whiskey it's not hard to get for a and kid right because they can go in a grocery store and get it right yeah but I don't know I guess it was given to her okay. and I'm like so which is a struggle anyways, because my son's 11, my daughter's 15, and there's already this, like, she gets to do everything, and my life is so unfair. <laughs> and so now I'm having to regulate her not, her, like, not continuing down the path of Red Bull since she's been exposed. And then <laughs> him not feeling like justice for me, because I need the Red Bulls. Tashira got Red Bull. couple things to talk about. First yeah. of all, the she's going to do everything. Life is not fair. We're experiencing that too with Lunchbox and you. So I understand how that feels. <laughs> uh, she, gets, she gets to go and be an actress and do everything. I know. That's true. Uh, so, so I understand how that is. I know. It's a tough place to be. But I think it's, do you let your kids just eat candy or drink no, I, but sodas? I, but listen, or? I Googled and Red Bull, I Googled doctor. Uh, the internet says that doctors say that Red Bull's not for kids. Mm-hmm. Yes, they have sodas and caffeine, but there's certain things in Red Bull, like 
you know, gives you wings. It's different. <laughs> it's a different level of caffeinated. And we know, I even told the kids, I said, listen, there was a time, especially when I first started radio and waking up early was crazy to me. And I probably had a Red Bull every morning and I would go high and I would go low and I would feel a crash. And I said, so take this from someone who got a little hooked. Like, I don't want that for y'all. So I guess the, I mean, what's different here about than it being like alcohol or something else is that they can just go to the gas station and get it anytime. Yeah. It's legal. And then I said something like, I mean, and then monsters don't even get me started on that. And my daughter's like, they don't even know what that was. They're like, oh, there's a better one. <laughs> no. My daughter's like, oh, yeah, I don't like the taste of that one. And I'm like, what the? <laughs> she got a point, though. She got a point, though. They don't taste very good. <laughs> She's like, Red Bull's better. And Could I'm you like, let them have a little like a, a moderation? So, no, not my 11 year old. Nope, nope, nope. We're okay. not stimulating you're the, the parent. Brain that I have way. no answer to this. Yeah. Other than you're the parent, you get to do what the parent does. Yeah, no, we're not going to. They're probably going to sneak it, though. So I'm just going to tell you that. Well, right now, my 11-year-old has no way to sneak it, so we're good. Okay. But Unless he gets his buddy to bring it to judo. Jiu-jitsu. <laughs> Jiu-jitsu, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but okay, you're the parent. You yeah. make the rules. I want to mention one other thing here. There is a story about if money can buy happiness. So, Gen Z thinks that money can buy happiness, but how much money exactly do you need to be happy? Now, Lunchbox is Mr. Money, meaning... He's not Mr. Money because he's so rich. He's Mr. Money because all he wants thinks about is money. So, Lunchbox, how much money do you think you need to buy happiness? Probably a million dollars. Okay. To be able to say you're a millionaire, that makes you pretty happy and pretty – the status it gives you is pretty elite. Amy? So, is, are we talking like overall in a Money lifetime? can buy happiness. How much money does it take to buy happiness? I mean, That's just the question. They surveyed 1,000 people. They talked to Gen Z, so... Gen X, and the uh, baby boomers, which are older than us. Okay, I'm going to go with what I think the oh, the answer was. No, I want your answer. How much money to buy happiness? Gosh, but see, I'm not one that believes But the that's money okay, then you can say that. Okay, that, that can that's be answer. my answer. Like, I just don't believe, like, uh, you know, I don't believe that it buys happiness. Sure, to your point, what you bring up all the time, especially because of how you grew up and growing up poor and struggling to pay bills, and, it, like, it's money in your mind. You're like, trust me, people with money have it way easier. You're not having to stress about certain things. But some people with money will also tell you, like, I still have some of the same problems. Yeah, I'd rather be rich with those problems exactly. than I would not be able I, to yeah. afford to go to the I, dentist. I, yep. See, yeah. and I agree with that. Yeah. But I also think that there's rich, miserable people. Absolutely. So here we go. Here's the answer. Uh, Gen Zers believe that about 400000 bucks, you're happy. You got enough money to be happy. Figure it all out. It goes up, though. Gen X, $887,000. So you're getting close to a million bucks. Gen X is like, that's how much money I need. Knowing what's happening in the world. Who's older, X or Z? Yeah. X. X We're going okay. young to old here. Got okay, it. thank so you. So Gen Z, uh, Gen Z's uh, like millennials that, that don't know or, or below, or Gen Y, heck, I don't know. It's just the young ones. Gen X is born in basically 80 and before. And then the baby boomers think that you need uh, $1.2 million. Yeah. Even older. Yeah. They've lived it. But you're not a boomer, Munchbox. I know, but they're smart. They know what's up. They know mm-hmm. what it takes to live in this world, and they know $1.2 million will make it. And you would be totally happy. Hey, what would you quit the show for? You know how on Who Wants to Make a Deal, they offer you money to quit and walk away? They're like, yeah. hey, I'm gonna, we're going to give you this little payment, and you can walk away right now. How much Lunchbox would I need to pay you to walk away from the show right now? Uh, tax-free, probably one. No, 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 tax, no, no tax-free. <laughs> I'm just writing you a check right now to walk away from the show. So, how much do you need? Go ahead. Factor in the taxes. Yeah, that's why I'm factoring the taxes, do the math. And if you say one, whatever you say is the answer... So one dollar less if we do we're able to work this out as a deal, you can't take the money. What, oh, you're gonna work out a deal? 
Wait. I, I, I would lunchbox. I would be nervous that you name a number and some. I wouldn't be. Shows I wouldn't be nervous, Amy, if they're going to give me two point five million dollars. <laughs> Is that your answer? That's my answer. So if I offered you two million, you wouldn't quit the show. No, I'd just take a couple days off, and then you'd fire me because I didn't show up. No, but you wouldn't get the money. What? You'd have to quit the show. Because taxes, man, those taxes, I would be down to less than a million, and so with one with two and a half million, I think I get probably right at a million, and then I'm good. I was trying to factor in the, I was trying to do the quick math in my head, and it came out to a million. Just run, to, run, evade the taxes. It's fine. No, that's uh, I didn't smart. say that to, uh, to the IRS. <laughs> I yeah, so you need two point five million bucks to quit the show, Lunchbox. Yeah. Okay. Oh wow. That's way more than I thought I was going to say. That's way more than I, I would say. Also, question about lunchboxes, like $1 million making you a millionaire. But like the minute you spend any a of dollar, that, are you, nine, yeah, you're, are you, you're not a millionaire anymore. Yeah. Okay. If you don't have a million dollars, and some people say if it's just cash. Some people say it's cash on like houses or assets. How do you define a millionaire? I, that's why I don't, I've never really thought about it, I guess, until just now. Yeah, because you got to think, if I have a million dollars and I spend 50 of it, I still got the 05 <laughs> Ultima, so I'm still a millionaire. Huh. Worth $55. (laughs) (laughs) All right, time now for the most important segment of the day. It's the big stories. Bobby's Big Stories. Let's start off with this. 78,000 pounds of baby formula has arrived in the United States. More to come. Enough formula for more than a half a million babies arrived in the U.S. on Sunday. The pallet weighed around 78,000 pounds, was brought in via a military plane, Another 114 pallets are expected to be delivered over the next few days. So this is from ABC7 Chicago. And the situation is, there ain't no baby formula. So the situation is, how do we get more baby formula? The answer isn't to go to TikTok and learn those. A lot of people are going, this is how you make them. They're very dangerous. Mm -hmm. So here you go. We got a lot coming in here. Half a million babies. Or one really big fat baby. (laughs) But they're working on it, right? They're working on it. So I saw the picture of that and thought it was pretty cool. Next up, a shocked patient charged $40 for crying during a doctor's appointment. This is from the New York Post. A New York woman recently shared that her sister was charged 40 bucks for crying at her doctor. She shared a photo of the medical bill. What? Amy's like, that's why it was so much. <laughs> <laughs> She's no, uh, it said, brief emotional behavioral assessment, $40. Oh, wow. That's crazy. Okay. In the Twitter thread, she explained that her sister has a rare disease and got emotional because she feels frustrated and helpless. One tear in, they charged her 40 bucks without addressing why she is crying. We haven't heard back from the doctor, but it does say brief emotional behavioral assessment. That's crazy. If we did it on this show, (laughs) there'd be a lot of it. Not just crying. It'd be Amy cry, lunchbox rage. Oh, yeah, there's a lot of emotions in this room yeah. at any mm-hmm. given mm-hmm. moment. Eddie rarely with, but he comes to me with, I'm sad. <laughs> like we had last week. Yeah, I'm better yeah. now, though. Thank right, you. Already yeah. better? A little wow. bit. I had a good weekend. You're already better from just- not, I'm not like 100%, but I had a better weekend. The Let's pendulum start there. is swinging fast. <laughs> also a behavioral. Right. There you go, $20. Yeah. 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 Uh, let's see what else we got here. A new Daredevil series might be in the works at Disney Plus, which is cool because I like Daredevil a lot. And the other version was on Netflix, and they have, they stopped making it because Netflix didn't have the superheroes anymore. But that would be cool. So Variety has the story that a new Daredevil series, new Daredevil series may come. I did watch Peacemaker on HBO Max with John Cena. I mean, maybe the funniest superhero series I've ever seen. A plus, 
it's a little crass at times, but it's A plus. And as I watched it, I just didn't want it to end, so I started to spread episodes out. Oh, That's wow. how good it was. Morgan, have you seen Peacemaker? Yeah, I have. It's really good. Did you like it too? Yeah, yeah. I laughed. Even like it was vulgar, like you said, but I still really enjoyed it. Well, Mike D was like, "You'll love it," and I just kept ignoring it because I'm like John Cena. I don't know, <laughs> but it was it was awesome. Yeah, yeah. can I you have... jump in without knowing anything about him? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Because it's um it's only one movie. That he's yeah, sui- it's the se- the first or second one. The second, the Suicide Squad's the movie that he's in is one of the characters, but you don't have to watch that to watch this. You'll love it. You will love it. Okay, yeah. starting it today. Do you have HBO Max? Yeah. Is it yours? No. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's what I figured. Okay, so there's that. Uh, System of a Down singer Serge Tankian, I think is how you say his name. He is recovering from a video game addiction. Do you have any System of a Down? Here you go. Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! Wake up! That's good. I was never a fan. Never. And they but were then huge. he starts singing here. Like, yes. Okay. <laughs> I'm stressed out right now. This was a massive song. Yeah. yeah. But so here we go. Not for me. <laughs> I love that part. So he's had to give up video games because he started to damage his hands. He was so addicted, oh, wow. it was hard for him to make music. Wow. There have been ball players, baseball players. They were playing Guitar Hero so much that they couldn't throw the ball or have as good a grip on the ball, so mm. they had to stop. Uh, this is from Loudwire Magazine. And pretty cool. I relate. I like it. <laughs> I, I play with a controller. And I also don't play on a computer. Maybe I should get a... But that's a whole new... Like doing keyboard style? Yes, because like Kane Brown will be in or Luke Combs or and we'll be talking about it off air and like, you got, it, you got a laptop, you got a keyboard yet? You on a computer? And I'm like, no, I... Like, oh, you can save, like, 0.3 seconds off your time. <laughs> so that is more intense on the hands because, like, carpal tunnel or... Or it's just, it's more intense on the hands because you're going to play more because you've upgraded and you're now more obsessed. Oh, you're more invested in mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Okay. I probably should get that, huh? No. My wife know. would kill me. I if know. I showed up with two <laughs> monitors, I move them into a guest room. They will see in, like, six hours. I do not think she would like that. Uh, the final episode of Stranger Things Season 4 will be over two hours long. I don't mind long episodes for some reason. Me I hate I hate long movies. If it's two hours in a movie, I'm like, this is bullcrap. I ain't watching it. A two-hour episode, I'm like, oh, yes. Because I feel you, mm. you feel like you're getting something. And you can a, pause it. It's mm-hmm. only an episode. Yeah. So Stranger Things is still on. Also part of the news for me. Yeah. That still, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. I haven't seen that but that's in a while. Season 4, yeah. yeah. That's from The Wrap. Uh, this Mercedes-Benz is now the most... Wow, the highest priced sold car of all time at $142 million. What? For a car. Like, why? The German automotive brand confirmed that it sold a luxury car for $142 million, shattering the previous record. I'm looking at it. It looks like it's from the 20s, but it's not. It's brand new. It's got those doors that come up to the top. Yeah. But that's not worth $142 million. (laughs) No. Does it fly? Yeah. Or something. It's like a boat, too. The automobile. Uh, I don't toilet? know. I'm reading words. That'd I don't think nice. about cars. Yeah. The price may <laughs> seem steep, but auto aficionados claim the figure is appropriate given the caliber of the car, which can travel up to 186 miles per hour. Yeah, but like, who cares? Because like, you can't go that yeah, we fast. We can't do that without getting arrested. But you can on the autobahn. Okay. But- We're not in Germany. <laughs> yeah. But it's a German car. Maybe it was bought in Germany. <laughs> right, but. Okay. In Stuttgart. I think that's Germany or Arkansas. There's only two Stuttgarts I know. <laughs> Where you, where you go duck hunting in Stuttgart, Arkansas, or Stuttgart, I think Germany. Anyway, $142 bucks. 
Uh, save the date. Apple will unveil the new iPhone 14th on September 13th. What I hear here is if you don't have to get a new phone right now, don't and wait because there will be a new phone coming out this fall. Don't know what it'll do. Have no idea. Uh, Daily Mail. But the problem with these phones, at least the last couple of announcements, have been there's really been no huge upgrade. Like the camera gets a little better, or they offer a different color on the back, which you would put a phone case over anyway, and it covers that up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That, to me, is the dumbest part. Uh-huh. They're like, we're doing hot pink metallic, and it's like a billboard. It'll say on the back whatever you want. And then you're like, but I got to get a phone case to yeah. put over that. You get a clear case, I guess. Yeah, I guess. Because I have I've stressed over which color I should get on the back, and I'm like, this really doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, this is a sad story. Zach Brown bands John Driscoll Hopkins announced he has ALS. Morgan talked about it in the skinny, but... He is a bassist. He's a singer in the group, too. He's one of the founding members of the group. And I saw this story yesterday. He said that he's had some balance issues and some stiffness in his hands. And so he started going to a neurologist, and they diagnosed him with ALS. And so I guess the good-ish news is because they've been slow progressing with him, he thinks they will continue to be very slow progressing. But... It looks as if he's going to continue with the band for now. Morgan, do you know if he's continuing? Uh, yeah. I, it, I don't. It doesn't really say, but he doesn't say he's not. Yeah, not in the announcement. He just talked about the foundation he started. Yeah. So the band offered up a way to help. You can text HOP, which is his name, to 345-345, or there's a link on, we'll put it up on our website. So our thoughts going out to him. And then finally, I saw this. It was Saturday morning, I think, or maybe, yeah, I think it's Saturday morning. I got a text from... Rod Phillips, the head of our entire format, and he said that Bob Robbins had passed away. And Bob Robbins was the morning guy in Kiss of 96 where I grew up and listened to him my whole life. He'd been on, he had been on the radio there for as long as I could remember. And so he passed away over the weekend. And so just thoughts to his family. And, I mean, he was radio with where I grew up. And we came in after him. We're on Kissing right now. And he was cool enough as he was on the way out. He was like, man, you should come on the show Let's talk about this thing together. Because he didn't have to do that, honestly. He could have been like, no. If I'm out, I'm not helping you. But he did. He he put me on. We talked for a long time. And it uh, was just super, super nice. So Bob Robbins passed away over the weekend and was really sad to see that happen. Uh, that is from THV11. He was going to win the 2022 Lifetime Achievement Award for the Arkansas Country Music Awards. Uh, I'm sure they'll still award it to him. Mm-hmm. But uh, he will not be there. But left quite the legacy. So rest in peace, Bob Robbins. A uh, big deal in Arkansas and a big deal to me. So that's the deal. And that's the news. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. We've all been there. You have a question about your credit card. You call the number for help and you can't get a hold of anyone. With 24-7, U.S.-based, live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person. Anytime, day or night. Yeah, you heard that right. A real person. Get the customer service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Hey, it's Bobby Bones. I want to say thanks for everybody who has helped with St. Jude. I mean, you guys are changing lives. You guys are saving lives. St. Jude has been leading the way to the world's best survival rates for some of the most aggressive forms of cancer. And I'm talking about childhood cancer. Your support actually means that families never receive a bill from St. Jude for treatment or travel or housing or food. So the parents can focus on being a parent and helping their kid live. You know, I never had cancer, but I was in the hospital as a kid for a long time. And I just remember how difficult it was, how scary it was. And then I remember getting out and 
having to figure out how to pay the bill. I'd have to pay it, but you know, somebody did. But St. Jude eliminates a lot of that. You can help St. Jude stop childhood cancer by becoming a partner in hope. You'll get an awesome new This Shirt Saves Lives shirt. Join the doctors, the researchers. Hey, join me in this fight and visit musicgives.org. That's musicgives.org. Willie Nelson, Waylon Jennings, Chris Christopherson. How do the biggest names in outlaw country start a musical revolution? Through one woman's vision from one tiny living room. Don't miss Mandy Moore as Sue Brewer in the new scripted audible original, The Boar's Nest, Sue Brewer and the Birth of Outlaw Country Music. Discover the true untold story of the extraordinary woman behind the outlaw country music movement and its biggest stars. Brewer shaped the sound and soul of country music as we know it today, despite never picking up an instrument herself. Lovingly dubbed as the Boar's Nest, Sue's place was an intimate staging ground where a new breed of singer-songwriters, wounded souls, wayward upstarts, that's where they would spur each other and tap into something bigger and something realer. Starring Mandy Moore and featuring Eben Moss Backrack as Shel Silverstein and TJ Osborne as Johnny Cash alongside a full ensemble cast. Audible invites you to enter the Boar's Nest and experience the rise of a musical revolution. One woman, one time, one place. The Boar's Nest. Sue Brewer and the birth of outlaw country music. Listen now at audible.com slash the boar's nest. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. Okay, Lunchbox is upset because the girl named Reese, who is a sixth grader, remember she called our show, was like, can you get Jason Aldean to come to our talent show? And I said, I can't do that. I said, but I could probably call him, get him to make a video introducing you at the talent show. So that worked. And who knew, but they were going to cancel the whole talent show until this happened. So it made the news. Reese is all over the news. It's an awesome story. Ray, can you give me a little bit of that clip from the news? This is from... Uh, the Missouri TV station, I believe it's called. Their town's called Bodark. But lunchbox is all. Why are you upset? Why is she on the news? Well, because this she's is big... not the news story. What do you mean? What is the news story? Is us without us? This does not happen. Why did they not come interview the real stars? Because if we don't put take <laughs> because up... we don't live in Bodark one. Yeah, but Bodark to get a celebrity on the phone, be like, oh my goodness, you made this girl's dreams come true. How do you guys feel? Well, man, it feels amazing. Like you know what do I mean? Do you think like, you were going to be interviewed? I'm part of this show. Because, but, but I you feel like but you Bobby didn't do would anything. Get interviewed. I, I saw the call. I get hundreds of calls a day. I said, let's put this on. Thought, okay, I could probably reach out to Aldine. I know him. Reached out to him. Got him. Where did I know you're upset? But where would you have come into this mix? Oh uh, yeah. So what do you think about it, Lunchbox? Man, I mean, I'm glad Bobby could. <laughs> I mean, that, they just asked me a question. I do not understand why the news story is about her when... Because she lives there. She's the local girl. She's in sixth grade. It was her idea. She tried to call Aldine. Then she called his restaurant. Yeah, she's the origin she of the called, story. Like, yeah. it started with her and then had a domino effect. Yeah, but yeah, if I, there was no her, there would be no story. You're upset at a sixth grader? Yes. <laughs> okay. like the, sure the fact that we made this happen and she gets all over the news. No interview with the celebrities. <gasps> This okay. isn't a... Okay, here you go. Reese Roberts was crushed. 
But this sixth grader came up with a brilliant plan. What if her favorite country music star she has loved and seen over the years live showed up for a show in Bodark? Later, I was like, you know what? Bobby Bones talked to Jason Aldean a couple weeks ago. Why don't I just try to call him? That's I mean, enough. People call- oh, that's <laughs> enough. Oh, oh wow. you're cutting it Yeah, off. that's enough. Like, we, we've heard enough. Are you that upset that you can't make the local news that you can now not let anyone... I mean, she we made without us. She doesn't make the local news. But she news. says that she says thank you to the Bobby Bones show. <laughs> but they should give us like, hey, you want to talk about it? Like, give us some pub, like some free airtime. But they did interview us. I'm okay. I, I get mean, interviewed enough. We have airtime now. Yeah, yeah. You're literally on the air right this second. <sighs> I just saw that and I was like, really? She gets the news and we don't. Okay, cool. I should say the Bobby Bones show makes a local girl a hero. It or, said that. No, it said. Reese, so and so, whatever, save the talent show. Well, okay. she did though. Let me appeal to local okay. news stations oh, everywhere. Is there a local station somewhere that listens to us? That, that, I don't care what town you're in. You can be in Iowa City. You can be in Boston. I don't care. Is there a reason you can interview Lunchbox and put them on the news for something? We What's the story? I don't know. I don't they care. Can, they're they're journalists. They'll figure it out. Yeah. Somebody is upset at the news. It's not Ooh. bad. Oh, radio guy upset at news. It's <laughs> <laughs> not bad. That's a good one. If anyone can figure that out, let us know. I'm sorry that happened to you, Lunchbox. You must have had a rough weekend with it. I mean, I, I sat there. I saw that on Friday. And, oh, it just drove me nuts. You went full Yosemite Sam? Yeah, all <laughs> weekend. I just kept thinking. I'm like, really? Gonna- Maybe, should he start? Can he pitch himself to news stations with a segment idea? Tomorrow, come in with a few pitches. Yeah. And how you think the local news should do a story on you. Because okay. That's what I mean. People pitch to our show to come on, or if they've got sort of like a, another t- TV morning show, they pitch a segment and then they get invited. <laughs> they have they have PR people. You have your agent, like get him on. Wesley Rabbit. <laughs> I did see that. Speaking of that, Yosemite Sam doesn't have the pistols anymore because you know back in the day. And then Elmer Fudd doesn't have the shotgun. Oh, what did they took have? the guns away. They took the guns away. Which, by the way, let's huh. just think about it for a second. That was weird. The guns? Cartoons, and they're shooting at live animals. Like, Bugs Bunny's a human, but, but except he's a rabbit, but he's like a talking, functioning adult. Yeah, and Elmer Fudd was a hunter. Yes, but he's shooting at our friend Bugs Bunny. <laughs> he's right. trying to kill our fa- Yeah, 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 I see that. It was normal because we saw it, but that's a little weird. And listen, don't hit me with the, oh, you don't like guns. I got more guns than you. Whoever's asking right now. I got him. I'm strapped right now. All over. Guns right yeah, now. all over. I'm wearing <laughs> so, so what is Elmer Fudd going to do now? I don't know, man. Not hunt uh, no, bugs. Maybe he's, Have a net? Maybe he's tracking. Wait, so they've <laughs> just removed it? They haven't replaced it with like, I don't think what he, it is? I don't think he has a gun now. I, I think he just walks around and goes, mutton rabbits. <laughs> <laughs> so Christmas of last year, I got a present from Scuba Steve, and I opened it up, and it was a picture of a shipping container. And he was like, well, this gift's been in the shipping container forever, and you don't have it yet. Well, today is May 23rd, and apparently my Christmas present's here. Finally. For the oh. first time. And listeners have been asking about it forever, and Scuba's like, I'll bring it to you. So he's going to bring it, but I just said, hey, is it wrapped? And he goes, no, I didn't have time. <laughs> <laughs> it's May 23rd. So you just you got five it. five months. <laughs> so, Scuba, what would you like to say about this before you come in? Uh, I had this big reveal planned of where I was going to put it and place it and wrap it and everything, and that, then I woke up and I realized I don't have time to do that, so I wrapped it in a Pip and Joy t-shirt. I'm going to bring it to you, and uh, hopefully you like it. Ray, do we have any Christmas music? Because I feel yeah, like I <laughs> when I normally would have gotten this, we'd have had, you know, ho, ho, ho. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we yeah. were in the mood. Lots like, of joy. Supply, it was a vibe. Supply chain issues. I, the, my first contact couldn't do it, so then I had to go to a, a backup contact, and he pulled through. So. so are you saying that the shipping crate was a lie? 
Uh, it was it was a uh, wasn't a lie. Well, it wasn't. It wasn't because my first. Contact- if your kid said it wasn't, it wasn't a lie. What would you say to him? <laughs> uh, they would say that it was something to cover up, like a white lie. Okay. All but right. Long story short, the guy couldn't get the parts, and so we couldn't make it. And I did the whole shipping crate thing as like a, a holdover. Because that was so believable. Like at Christmas time, tons of people right. had stuff stuck in the ocean on a container. It was a lie. By the way. <laughs> but, uh, Let's but be believable. sure about it. Here he comes in studio. Merry Christmas! Yay! Yay! All right. Hey, Amy, so what are you doing for New Year's? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay, so <laughs> this is a, it's a Pimp and Joy shirt, and it it's wrapped. Let me, we ready to open it? It's going to be such an easy open. Careful with the tape. Yeah, can he just, like, hold, <laughs> can hold you it upside sound down like box, that? Like the paper, it's paper. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, that you're sounds outside. like a winter storm. <laughs> the I'm talking about, like, the unwrapping. Oh, oh. Oh, yeah, yeah. There it is. Thank you. All right. Wow, let's Whoa. see. Wow. Ooh. Oh, it's, oh, it's a box. It? Wow. It's a box. Oh, oh, wow. That's cool. It's a black zip-up box. I don't really know what it is. More like a, like a pouch. Like a pouch. I'm opening it. <gasps> Ooh. It is a red microphone. Wow. wow. Wait, what does it say? It says my name on it, Bobby Bones. That's amazing. Can it go in here? Yeah, so they usually make the gold, the gold microphones, but yeah. you're a red guy, so I had one made for you that was red. Wow, it's red gold. That's amazing. <laughs> so I can actually use it in here? Yes, yeah, so we can. I've already tested it. So and it works? Right. It works, yeah. That's really cool. I mean, that's lived up to the hype. It lived up to the hype, everybody. Merry Christmas. It's really all cool. a good night. <laughs> Happy 4th of July. <laughs> that was under $50? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. <laughs> Hold on. Was this a $50 gift or just yes. a normal gift? Uh, there are some rules. We had rules. Guys, yeah. we, I forgot the rules. Merry Christmas. Okay. I forgot them too. So, that's a great gift. As long as we gift it to the person in June For every can, month or May, that we you can... forget to gift, $5 more can go on the list. Yay. Okay. okay. I don't know. I tried to make it rhyme. It really work. Thank you, Scuba Steve. Thank you. Wow. It's a nice gift. Wow. That is amazing. That is a good one. That's really, really cool. Annie's already tested it out, and it's just going to screw right in. <laughs> Sounds dirty, okay. but all right. <laughs> all right, that's, that is a good gift. Okay, well, now everybody can stop calling about that, and we can move on with our lives. <laughs> about every week, there's two or three voicemails going, what was Scuba Steve's gift? Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Powell, Alabama. A man knew he was wanted by police on drug charges, so he couldn't drive his car around with his normal license plate. He's like, hmm, I got a Sharpie. I got a piece of paper. Let me see if I can just draw a license plate. Boom. Put it on the car. Yeah. (laughs) Didn't work. Pulled him over. (laughs) Didn't work. I mean, you know, as soon as a cop gets behind you and you got that. (laughs) Oh, you're puckered. Yes. You're hoping it's not the one time that a cop's not looking at the license plate. But it's literally a little yellow piece of paper that he just stuck on the license plate. It's a post-it note. (laughs) I mean, basically about the size of a post-it note. All right. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. It's now time for the Good News Countdown. It's the Good News Countdown. Counting down the biggest good news stories across the land. All right, let's go. Number three. 80-year-old Madeline Adams graduated from the University of Nebraska, Omaha, roughly 60 years after she dropped out. She paused her education to take care of her family, and here she is with her biggest cheerleader, her daughter, talking about the inspiring story of her graduating 60 years later. I noticed that she had 40 credits from UNO. And I said, Mom, why don't you just finish? She's my biggest cheerleader. 
That's going to be me standing beside Lunchbox in 30 years. I noticed <laughs> he just needed three more credits to graduate <laughs> from University of Texas, San Antonio. And even then, he wouldn't do it. Three hours, Lunchbox. That's all you have to finish. Man, I'm a busy man. Okay. Uh, not, a lot going on. Not really. <laughs> Number two. A man's being called a hero after he saved a three-year-old girl from falling from an eight-floor window last week. The toddler had used cushions and toys to climb to the window ledge before she slipped and get this, left hanging with just her hands. Three years old. He was passing by. He looks up and sees her, and then he's like, oh, crap. So he rushed into the building and grabbed her and saved her. Oh, my gosh. I'm surprised that the three-year-old could hold on that. I just think of that movie. What's that movie called where they're hanging off the cliff? Cliffhanger. Oh, they're hanging off the cliff. <laughs> What's that movie? You got yeah. it. <laughs> Dang, but the three-year-old's okay. Eighth floor window was saved wow. by this guy. All right, and let's go to the number one. Number one. A restaurant owner in Texas did something to help out. With the big baby formula shortage that's going on, he was able to buy hundreds of cans of it from his food distributor, and then he gave it away for free. He says he just wanted to do something to pay the people back for all the support that they gave his restaurant after COVID hit. And that's a good story, and that is the Good News Countdown. That was the Good News Countdown. Bye, everybody. Bobby Bones. Are you looking for the perfect move-in ready home this spring season? Now's the time to buy at Fisher Homes. For a limited time only, enjoy below market interest rates starting at 5.375% APR, 6.139% APR. With these exclusive lower rates, you can save hundreds on a move-in ready home and start enjoying the benefits of home ownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with one of our new home specialists at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. Financing provided by Victory Mortgage, LLC, NMLS 461249, Equal Housing Lender. The show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them every day can make all the difference in the world. That's why everybody should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. Right here, right now. Find your beautiful new floor at Right Rug Flooring. Choose from thousands of in-stock styles ready for next day installation and all backed by the right price guarantee. Visit rightrug.com. That's R-I-T-E-R-U-G.com today to schedule a free in-home estimate or to find a location near you. 24-month financing is available with approved credit. For 90 years, we've been right here, right now. Right Rug Flooring. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com.